The Angie's List you know and trust is now Angie, and we're so much more than just a list. We still connect you with top local pros and show you ratings and reviews, but now we also let you compare upfront prices on hundreds of projects and book a service instantly. We can even handle the rest of your project from start to finish. So remember, Angie's List is now Angie, and we're here to get your job done right. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I, or download the app today. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. First and Pod, hosted by Danny Parkin and Andrew Filippone. How, and I don't mean to start negative, but like, how big of a storyline there are injury concerns for him and concussions and and that part of the story? Because I feel like it's not talked about with him like it is with Tua Sure. Because he's not as small as Tua, but I'm, I'm curious how big of a part of the narrative that is for him. Yeah, so I asked him about that, and he did not have a concussion at any level of football before last year. And and no, he, he was a multi-sport athlete. This was his first experience with, you know, traumatic brain injury. And he even talked about how he felt like he had only read about it and heard about it. So when he suffered his first concussion, he was talking about how the questions they ask you in the moment are so sophisticated. And he said, you know, I wasn't, you know, completely there when it happened, but, you know, neurologically there, but he, looking back on it, he said, I'm not even sure I could give them the question, the answers to those questions in the prompt way that they wanted if I was 100%. Like he said, that that part of the concussion test uh, was a surprise to him. But yeah, so I, I think Danny, he, he's using a new helmet. There's this new concussion, not proof helmet, but there's this new uh, adaptation of the NFL helmet that a lot of the quarterbacks are going to wear this year. He wore one all this week at OTAs and yeah, I, I think it. I think it becomes a story if he suffers another one, because it was two, right? It just wasn't on national TV like two. It was two in pretty close succession, right? Yeah, and he missed a game in December because of one that he had in the Ravens game. Yep. So it's a one-time thing. You know, he's done a really good job, I think, of trying to block it out and thinks that steps that they've taken for this year will prevent it from happening again. But yeah, I mean, I I know Kenny decently. I think I can ascertain and like tell when he actually is legitimately scared or concerned about something. And he's done a good job of compartmentalizing and not making that something that hangs over him going into this year. And then the other thing that, again, from afar that I find interesting about all these young quarterbacks who who are like savior franchise types, supposed to be the next thing, is if they're special – when they have continuity in a system for two years, that's when you see it, right? Like that's when Mahomes was the MVP. That's when Lamar was the MVP. Um, 
Carson Wentz, it was year three in the league, but that was the first time that he had two years in the system. He was the MVP through 13 games. That's when Jared Goff took the leap, mm-hmm. year, when he had the McVay thing, uh, when he had two years with McVay. It was, again, year three, but it's either second year in the league or third year in the league, second year in a system if you fire a coach, you know, the guy's rookie year, which happens to so many of these young guys because they get drafted on bad teams. But I would think in Pittsburgh, it's unique because it's the second year, but it's not an offensive coordinator that people trust or like, correct? In that- it's not an offensive head coach. It's not like Andy Reid in Kansas City or McVay in, in LA, like you said. Right. Or, or, or even, you know, Doug Peterson when he was with, you know, Carson Wentz, Zach Taylor uh, in Cincinnati's an offensive coach. Yeah. But so like, but normally if the quarterback is the future of the franchise and he finally gets continuity in a system, it's either offensive head coach or at least I don't want to say offensive genius because that gets thrown around too liberally, but like yeah. offensive coordinator that people like. So I'm sure he's, saying all of the right things, but like, how is that conversation going of like, he's expected to take the leap because of continuity in a system. But I imagine Steelers fans aren't terribly confident in the system. They're not. Um, I think, you know, Kenny said to me uh, on Wednesday that it's about players, not plays. So I think he is under the belief, he's of the belief that okay, we know what we do, we're doing, we know what the plays are, but ultimately it's going to be us that makes the difference. Like I don't get, I am, I get the impression that he believes in what they're doing because he's getting more plays, he's getting more experience, he is very involved in handpicking what they're going to do and when they're going to do it and all that. They've given him a lot of ownership of the offense. But I know a lot of Steelers players that don't have the same opinion. I know people in their front office that are concerned about the offensive coordinator and don't really understand why he's here. If if the Steelers had not finished 9-8, and eight, if Pickett had thrown more than one interception at the end of the year, if he hadn't delivered in the two-minute drill against the Ravens and Raiders, they would have made an offensive coordinator change. I'm convinced of that. And they would have said, well, this isn't the right guy. It's going to set Pickett back a year, but we might as well do it now than wait. So I think this is a situation where I think the players got to elevate the coach. And I don't think that that happens in a lot of places, but we've seen it before. I think Mike McCarthy's a good example of that in Green Bay. You know, is he a great offensive right, coach? Right, right. No. But Rodgers, Rodgers has four league MVPs, man. Right, but he was the 24th pick in the draft. And Hurts was a second round pick. And Lamar Jackson was the 32nd pick. Russell Wilson was a third round pick. So like, that's, I see in Kenny a guy that's not gonna, if he doesn't make it in the NFL, it's gonna be because he just does not have the physical skills to make the plays at this level. He's insanely committed to making himself a great player. He is vocal in the ways that you want a quarterback to be with his teammates. I think that they want to follow him, even the veteran guys. I think a lot of them were won over by what he did in the second half of the season. 
I think the head coach who people respect has his back. So I'm confident. I mean, I've said before, I think he's, I think he's the second coming of Burrow. I think that's the player he has to be. He's not going to be a Herbert. He's not going to be a Mahomes. He's got to be an accurate kind of cerebral assassin like quarterback. And I think he has a chance to take that step this year. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. So those are my two questions. Uh, you were in the room with him for at least an hour. Anything else we should know? He said his favorite movie of all time is Wedding Crashers. That's a, such a great pick. So he put together his list of top five movies. And afterwards I said, is this a top five from a franchise quarterback? And he had Wedding Crashers one and Shawshank two. That's a hell of a start. Yeah. I thought, right. I mean, that's not. It's fantastic. Yeah, it's <laughs> fantastic. Pretty good. Uh, he said if he could if he could sit down for dinner with three people, it would be Michael Jordan, Joe Montana, and I think James Gandolfini. I'm a huge fan of that list too. I think he <laughs> aced both questions personally. That's a good. That's pretty good. <laughs> that's pretty good. That's pretty good. So, all right. Yeah. So, look, I I think it's interesting because. I think I like your franchise quarterback in Chicago a ton too for different reasons because I just think the guy has otherworldly physical talents in terms of running the ball. Yeah. And I think he's going to, you know, playing with better guys and being in a system for a second year is going to just make huge strides. But we'll do it differently. I think there's a good chance by the end of 2023 the two quarterbacks that have made that jump are your guy in Chicago and my guy in Pittsburgh.